Welcome, welcome everybody. John here. Hi everybody, happy new year again. Uh, John, can we can we uh, say uh, happy new year for the whole month? You think to uh, to the community for the whole year, as long as it's happy. If something yeah. goes south, then we can't say it anymore. It's going to be a sad okay. new year. Good. Okay then. Happy Is the, new has year. it been happy for you so far? Uh, it's been pretty happy. What about yourself? Nothing happened, so I guess that's that's something happy. Well, something is happening today. We have a very special guest in our studio. Yeah. Uh, and we have a very exciting topic to talk about. Okay. So, so John, what do you want to introduce first? Uh, I think we should give us we should give a spoiler on our on our topic, which has okay. to, which is uh, very very up to date. So disclose it's been, it. Uh, yeah, it's technology preventing life. Okay, given that your microphone is pretty shit, I'll, I'll repeat it just just in case. So yeah, the topic of the day is is technology preventing life with a big L, with, with a capital L. So, uh, John, can you introduce us our guest for the day? Uh, yes. So our guest is Costas. Um, He's uh, he has a background in uh, quite a big corporation. He does work a lot with technology, and uh, he has a few patents in, on his name, so there's a lot going on for him, and I think he's the perfect fit for today's topic. Okay. Uh, let me, let's pass the microphone to our guest, and he can uh, correct me if I was wrong with anything, and add in a few words. So, Costa, introduce yourself, please. Yes, thank you for uh, the introduction and to uh, welcome me to you guys' uh, show today. It's uh, lovely to be here with you both and to uh, talk about something that's fairly exciting and something that's very up to date. Um, I work for artificial intelligence company um, that is operating in 70 countries. And we go anywhere from a scale in terms of someone's personal laptop all the way to a company that could have tens of thousands of servers. And the topic is when you have technology that is so overwhelming, that's just going ahead and can consume your life, how can you go ahead and put a restriction to all these things, right? How, how can you keep uh, control uh, and not hand it off uh, to something else, uh, some digital ecosystem? Costa, I have a good uh, question on that. Yes. Has China succeeded in that? Well, you know, I I would say that um, China is a follower, not a leader uh, in this topic. Um, I say that because a lot of the innovation still comes from other countries uh, like the United States, uh, Israel, um, France more and more right now. Uh, but not really China. China, uh, in a sense, the, the, the feeling I have from my industry exposure is you come up with a widget and China's going to come up with trying to recreate that same widget for a tenth of the cost, but not necessarily from an innovative standpoint. No, no, no not in terms of innovation, in terms of controlling. You know, all this overwhelming technology, hasn't China really put the... Um the censorship wherever they want? I think that's possible anywhere uh, in terms of what censorship can happen. Uh, the easiest way I try to describe technology is there's a yin and a yang with everything. You know, uh, a glass of water can save your life or it could take your life, right? 
And I think technology is the exact same way. It's just how are you going to leverage it? How are you going to utilize it? Um, so from from China's aspect, um, there are some good aspects I can say with some people thinking about it and some not. So Costa, a question from me is, uh, what is the flow? I mean, are we all interacting? Is this like an upstream, downstream? So you said utilize. Is it about people utilizing technology or is it about being people being utilized via through the technology? That's an excellent question. I think it can go both ways. I think it's making sure that you maintain control and not have it take over your life. Um, <clears throat> so for, for an example, I have over 300 apps on my phone wow. and there is a purpose for each one of them. Now, I could easily sit down and say I'm going to be on social media all day or I'm going to be on some engineering application all day. Or am I going to say I'm going to look at these as tools and I'm going to go ahead and maintain what the focus is for these tools? Are those apps free or are you paying for them? Are they subscription based? A lot of them are subscription based. So the ones that are free, are they utilizing you? Because they say that if you're not paying for a product, you are the product. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Um, I'm not a believer in free apps. Uh, I believe that you give up the control when it is a free app because somehow that developer has to live, right? A developer is not going to create an application on the goodness of their heart, mm -hmm. right? They got to be able to make a buck somehow. So China is living off, I guess, controlling the people. Yes. All right. And selling the information out there. So what? if you're playing a game, right? They need advertising revenue. They're going to sell your stats. So, so Costa, how dangerous is TikTok in your opinion? Okay. Well, I think anytime you go ahead and utilize an application that's social media focused, that's in a sense, there's there's patterns that you develop, right? There there's algorithms in there that tries to develop patterns to see what you like and continue to expose you to that same type of content, right? You're not getting random uh, videos or something. There's there's a common theme that builds over time as you expose yourself, like things, don't like things, follow people, and so forth. I think there's there was there's a growing uh, influence that. Technology has in our lives. So we, with the invention of TV, we got the screens, but it was just what, like a five-inch uh, display. The technology is becoming more immersive. Do you see this as a danger that we are we are becoming more and more dependent on technology and cannot function without it? And if we are using free services, like mentioned, that those free services are going to exploit us, whether our data or influence our decisions, our every everyday life. Yeah, I, I do think so. Uh, it's I think it's very important that we maintain control in terms of being very conscious of what we're using and how we're using it. Um, and and that, and for things like that, that's why I'm a believer in paying for your for your applications, paying for content, uh, because if you're not going through a freebie resource, uh, there's probably less likelihood that your information is being sold or being utilized for any other purpose. Do you think your decisions were affected by technology? Do you think uh, in a non-tech world you would be taking a different route, a different path? 
Yes, I would definitely be taking a different path and it'd probably be a slower path. Um, I can say that I grew up in a time where technology was not as widespread available like it is today. Uh, if I were to wake up, you know, back when I was in high school uh, in the middle of the night with an idea, I'd probably have to go flip through an encyclopedia or jot down that idea and go to the library. Costa, you sound like you're in your like in your seventies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, much younger, but uh, I'm you sure, know, I'm sure you had a Nokia phone when you were in high school. Well, I had a, a StarTech, Motorola StarTech, which was, you know, very, very earth-shattering the back flip then. One, the, the flip, flip one, one, exactly. You know, that was when nobody so had cell phones. Costa, Costa was the rich kid in school. He just discussed <laughs> uh, So, probably back to preventing life. I mean, the big influence we had before the advancement of technology was church, I think. This is yeah. what influenced our... This was the community center. It's where we got together. It's where we met our... Uh, future partners, mating partners, uh, spouses. It was where we uh, interacted, basically. This is shifting towards TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Where do you stand on this? Do you think that uh, technology is becoming our new temple? I, I do think so, uh, because it's just becoming such a big part of our lives. Uh, if you look at some studies out there, they pretty much say, well, uh, people think they have less time, but they actually don't have less time. The, uh, their, their time is fairly the same, but it's being consumed by the social media platforms. You say, I'm going to get on for a few minutes, and then you... Did church, up consume, and did church consume more time as well or not? Because people just sit there, basically. It was the meditation center. Yeah, I think it did consume our life, but... It was, you knew that it was going to be for a couple hours on a Sunday. Uh, there was, you know, your coffee chat afterwards. But there was, there was a set amount of time. While with social media, uh, it could be something that could take you all night long. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wow, I thought I was only on for five minutes. Uh, I was on for five hours. So it's got, got to do with regulation from, from, what I, from what I'm understanding. I mean, one is basically very organized and formal and regulated. I mean, we do follow a Bible. We do. There are customs. We go to church on Sunday, for example, in Christianity. Uh, Facebook, social media, technology is all over the place. And it's attacking you like every day, every moment of your life, whether it's stealing your sleep or yes. distracting you when you're driving. Um, I, I, that that that's the um, that's the general uh, let's say uh, outcome. What do you feel about yourselves, guys? Where, where do you place yourselves on this? Uh, are you would you would you consider yourselves uh, social media junkies because of that, or do you still advocate for something more spiritual? It's funny that you're using the word junkie. So we do, we can uh, agree that it's uh, there's this like a negative sentiment to social media. We all well, realize after that. Present, after the presentation from Costa, we couldn't use another word, to be honest. Yeah, Costa, are you a junkie? Uh, you know, I I guess it all depends, right? Um, I. I utilize social media in a little bit different way than some others do. I mean, there's definitely the the, the casual enjoyment of, of social media, but I use it as a learning tool. Um, and I think in the way that things flow today, 
kind of flows back to a book I had read from Bill Gates back in the late 90s, which was uh, Business at the Speed Gosh, of Thought. We just lost. Yeah, uh, Costa, can you not mention authors which might lose, which might end uh, in uh, in losing a couple of uh, of people in that community who might be anti-vaxxers? Yes, sorry, sorry. We have we have we have the with, uh, um, explicit content. Could you say, yeah, BG, BG. Sure. What does BG so, so, stand for? Well, John, I, I just won't mention that author. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, what so, was so the book, there, uh, Costa? So there was a book in terms of business at the speed of thought. And we are really at the time where we're accomplishing business at the speed of thought in terms of when an idea pops in your head, even if it's in the middle of the night, you have the resources, whether it's Google or some social media group that you're following or an app, whatever it may be that you can go ahead and find that information, see if you're in the right track and how to cultivate that. Well, you couldn't do that before. So from that aspect, technology is great. And then from another aspect, if you have no control and that's leading the way, then you are kind of losing your life into these uh, platforms. In ancient Rome, if you're really, or ancient Greece, if you're really rich, I mean, you could just have slaves do all the research for you, hire a pop up, wake them all up and, you know, get out in the field, I guess. So isn't this uh, kind of relative? Yes, I, I truly think that is the way. Uh, and but you have a digital minion. <laughs> and you have a, and, sorry? And you have a digital minion that's doing that for you. All right, so we're solving slavery through technology. Or is technology enslaving us in a way? Or is the minion an outsource resource? It's uh, either an automated application or it's access to a group of people that can do that for you. Um, there's a couple different ways that that could be looked at. So jumping jumping back to the topic about podcasts, let's say technology is making life uh, more pleasant, more safe, I think is the word. But this safety, this risk aversion, so basically you could just look up everything and take the right turn. Does it, does it not prevent us from getting lost and then getting to places that we didn't know we wanted to go, but where we ended up and it has been life changing? From my aspect, I think it's a good thing because it goes back to the Silicon Valley approach of fail fast and learn, right? And if you don't fail fast and learn, um, lessons that you could pick up maybe say within a couple months could take years and we don't we don't have that luxury right time is of the essence uh, life is finite um, and that, it's up to us if yes. I am an Instagram janky won't I be more uh, won't the probabilities of me fa failing fast and not learning anything be increased Yes, it all depends how you're leveraging that platform. If if you're leveraging it for just the enjoyment of content, then yes, you're you're wasting time. Isn't already failure this? How do you know, how do you identify failure in this case? If you don't have a specific goal for utilizing it, I guess uh, from from my at least personal aspect. Um, I always set a goal of what I'm trying to go ahead and locate where will somebody else would just want to see the latest funny video and just keep on going on that topic. I think we're going into an exist 
potential topic of what's the point of life. I mean, for a lot of people, they say, well, have fun, you know, and scrolling down Instagram and looking at pretty so, um, so, landscapes. So, so, so basically, if your latest uh, Instagram search has hashtag cats, hashtag funny videos, hashtag name it, uh, you're doomed. Or Costa, there is a way to motivate the community there in this case, because, you know, uh, I think by listening to the to, to this podcast, they would be pretty depressed and probably will do fuck all during their Sundays. Uh, but it, can we can we motivate those guys? Yeah, I think so. If you if you set up goals, right, uh, there's there's nothing wrong with having some entertainment enjoyment. Right. You got to be able to let go. But for the rest of the time, there should be, I think, uh, specific outcomes that you're trying to reach for. And not always look at the cat videos every single time, 24 mm. seven. Then, yeah, then you run into kind of nice. Costa, they're kind of nice though. You know, they're, they're cute and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so talking about cute cats, uh, I actually wanted to bring up a topic that has been um, preoccupying my, my mind. Uh, well, no, that's uh, that's a topic that's preoccupying my heart, not my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, uh, but quite close. I was actually thinking about uh, dating and uh, spouses and uh, personal life. So I think um, the meeting, the meeting spot used to be church. It used to be a workplace. Uh, it used to be maybe university for some people. We are kind of confined to our homes now, and uh, dating apps are making a a huge breakthrough, so they're entering our daily lives. Uh, so, Costa, you talked a lot about ending, reaching a goal, getting somewhere. Do you, are you not afraid that the algorithm is going to end up predetermining your life on the, sh giving you a sense of satisfaction of uh, accomplishing something in life, of uh, meaning, but then it's just a tender date and uh, you just have common interests and you think that you you are a good match without actually having lived in the real world outside a potential metaverse or social media uh, bragging. Oh, that's a good question. Is Costa a metaverse advocate? Um, I think there's a place for it. I don't think you should live your entire life in it. Uh, it's very it's an interesting avenue. I think that's going to open up uh, a lot of doors uh, for a new industry. Um, and a new way to interact with people, especially in this time of COVID, uh, where you need to be able to have that social interaction and be able to see someone's body language and see how they're they're reacting to you. But you can fake this. It, it's a metaverse. You can fake. There'll probably be an app where that can uh, absolutely that can fake your body language and make you seem more open, more honest. And uh, people can't fake their like their um, their eyesight. They can't fake their gestures. I mean, yeah, they can study, they can try. But John, isn't that in the real world as well, right? With all those people pretending. Yes, but then you can actually spot, like it's, uh, it comes with experience out by being out in the field. If you're out in the, if you're out in the metaverse, or should I say in the metaverse, uh, you kind of lose, lose the connection. So, you know, puppy eyes would, could be like an evil uh, yeah, yeah. villain, you know, trying to, trying to steal your soul or something. Yeah. So, so Costa, if you had to invest in the metaverse, would you uh, would you invest in a in a clothes boutique or a, a cat boutique? 
I think it'd be a closed boutique uh, because, uh, you know, no matter what, uh, people are going to want to portray in the digital world what they have in reality. Uh, and that's going to be, uh, I think, a significant revenue source. I think Costa, Costa is speaking from the point of view of the people pulling the strings here. He doesn't he doesn't see himself as a consumer, do you? You're you're the shop manager. You're always yeah, behind the counter. That's a good point. That's a good point. I know he's he's out of the metaverse. He's the guy behind the metaverse. Yeah. Why are you the guy behind the metaverse? <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, like uh th- 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 those things are very interesting and uh you always got to be able to uh, explore the opportunities and the possibilities of anything. Do you think you're manipulating the mind of our listeners of our community now as you're talking? Well, obviously. Do you think you're 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 well ours? Impressed to switch yes. off, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, I was thinking of jumping out light? of the window. Is there light? Is there light? Is there light? Is there anything positive coming our way from like? Should we? So we started this topic on. Restricting. Somebody mentioned the word restrict technology. Is this uh, something we should be trying to do? Uh, by the way, John, we only have one minute, so I don't know if you want to open up uh, this topic. No, no, I'm trying to close the topic. I mean, we've, oh, uh, we've, right. mentioned, oh, we've yes. mentioned some of the positives here, but uh, should we just embrace it and jump into this pool of, of opportunity powered by AI, or should we put on the brakes and be what's going on here? I think there's a place for moderation. As long as you're able to keep moderation. You're not the spokesman for Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. You know, this is not a testimony. Well, I'll put it this way, right? When when we go back to China. Ying or Yang, come on, pick a side. I can't. I really can't. I think I think there's a positive and negative to everything. Um, So what do we do? How do we how do we focus on the how do we get to the positive and the Disregard, uh, throw away the negative. By the way, is the yin and yang racist? Because it's black and white, right? Yes, man. I guess Costas is you know, the mixed race person. <laughs> yeah. I think we can conclude on that. Guys, take a bit of everything. And use social media with moderation. I don't know. Uh, John and uh, Costa, do you want to uh, to conclude this uh, this episode? Sorry, we have to conclude I, I it this way, but no, 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 we are strict I, on, uh, on timing. I'm mesmerized by Costa's, you know, stance. Uh, I still don't have a sense of direction. So, closing words to Costa's. Yeah. Uh, how do you pick between the two? How do you moderate? But in an everyday action, yes, what is the if, thing you can do today? And if Find you your purpose. To, and if you want to advertise your book, you can. <laughs> no, 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 no book writings at this time. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a, per, it's a, it, I think everybody's in a journey. You just got to be able to map out and figure out what your journey is and how you can uh, help yourself succeed in that journey, utilizing whatever resources available. Costa, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Um, it's I been think a pleasure. Touched, touched a lot of people. Thank you. And everybody, like Costa said, thank you joining. Find your goal, find your passion. Take care. Cheers.